five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to America.com. My name is Rich Doc Hayden, and I am with Harpo. And here we are. It is the middle of January. Harper's just telling me you got some pretty brutal weather down there, huh? It sucks. Ooh, what's going on? It's cold. Ooh. We, 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 I ain't built for cold weather. Oof, oof. I'm not either. That's why I live in my California. Bone, my bones don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. you I saying, mean, I know we need it. Like, we, need, we need cold weather like y'all probably need rainwater. Mm. Just to kill off, you know, kill off all the bugs and mosquitoes and everything. But, man, does it suck. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I hate... I, man, living in New York, I hated the cold, man. And I... From... Basically, from I was telling Harp, my birthday's in February, so kind of I, I don't like I don't like January and I don't really like February, but you know my my birthday's in February, so I always kind of do something nice. But after my birthday, man, I'm done. I'm just like, you know what? I'm ready for it to be over. Our winters ain't as bad as maybe you know the north up there, but that's why I don't live up there. Yep. I don't see how people live in Alaska and Canada and all that. I just don't get it. Oh, I, I don't get either. Used to it. I mean, I guess you just get used to it. Like, I get used to the humidity summers down here. People say they can't, they can't do that, but I'd take that over this cold any day. You know something? I, you know, I'm, I'm, which I can, even though I hate the humidity, I will do summer. Uh, I would, I would put it like this. I would rather do a month in Iraq, super hot, uh, like in like August versus three days in Alaska in the dead of winter. I just, I just, I can't, I can't do it, man. Like, no, thank you, no way, so. But, I'm sure it'll pass and, like you said, I never even thought it'll kill all the mosquitoes and all the bugs and stuff, so hopefully that'll help you out come summertime. That's what we're hoping. Mm-hmm. So. Lord knows those uh, Georgia mosquitoes, they, uh, they'll pull some blood out of you. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of them fly around here looking like pterodactyls. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> I don't miss that about you. Know what I, you know, I killed one on Christmas, too. Oh, really? Because I remember it was, I looked at my wife and said, I just killed a mosquito <laughs> on Christmas Day. <laughs> December, still swatting mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, we, need, we, we need a good couple weeks of cold, but darn does it suck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I feel bad for you, but... That is a fantastic transition into our topic today. So, so the last couple of weeks, you know, we've been talking about January 6th and all the problems and all the animosity between the, you know, politicians and people in the U.S. So today I wanted to do something a little more forward-looking and talk about positivity and how do people stay positive and if not positive, at least looking forward and moving forward and not getting stuck in the same spot. So, Harp, speaking about positivity, how do you stay positive? And, and not just politically, but, I mean, with everything in your life, how do you keep moving forward when things get you down? When you can't, you can't dwell on the past. That's what I've always been told. So, it's a whole lot easier to smile than it is to frown. Mm. So, you know... You just got to push through it. I mean, that's just the, the, the bottom line. It's, when you put yourself in positions in life 
to where, you know, my, my favorite saying is they can't send me back to war. Mm. So, I mean, it can't get no worse for me. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that, 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 you know, that sucked over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had some good times. It was fun and all, but, you know, a bad day over there, it's, you know, it really sucked. Yep. So, if I'm having a bad day here in America, they still can't send me to war. I mean, anybody shooting at me. Mm-hmm. We ain't riding down the street getting getting blowed up. Not yet. Yeah. You know I mean, so I just you have to you have to think through it and push through it. That's the only way you can stay positive. Don't don't watch the news. Minimize your your media intake, and you can stay positive. Because there's a lot of good that goes on in this world and in this country that doesn't mm-hmm. get seen or heard on an everyday basis. Yep. Yeah, you know, getting on the the military theme. So when I think about staying positive, I always directly relate it to my experience in the military because there's... So when you're in war... And I'll use Iraq specifically, you know, the terrible things happen all the time. I mean, people die, you know, you, you see people die, you, you deal with death on a regular basis. You know, going, and it's not just people. I mean, we were in Fallujah, so like the city was leveled. So like you could see a city destroyed and a city die, you know, that's more than just the person. So it's, it's you know, you're seeing like a city, a place that was once vibrant, that was once alive, it's now reduced to rubble and that's a pretty tough thing to have to stomach you know and the thing with staying positive and staying positive to me also doesn't mean being happy all the time like walking around with a rainbow shooting out of your ass and a smile on your face like no you can be pissed off and still think positive you can positively be pissed off true true yeah but you know the thing i found with with staying positive and keep moving forward like in war you know one of the things they try to train into you is if you know you just you just keep going because you might die but you know something you might do something that might save your brother beside you you know what i mean so even if you are pushing forward in a situation that may be hopeless for you and may may end up in your death or something terrible happening to you by you doing that you may end up saving somebody else's life or benefiting somebody else so even if your situation is not going to be resolved well. Doing the right thing or doing something beneficial or, or something maybe even heroic may help somebody else. And I think in a lot of ways that's the highest form of living, you know what I mean? So yeah, but yeah, you it can't really get much worse than war. Whenever I'm feeling down about stuff, then I, I start I think about that, you know what I mean? You know what it is to go out and do one of those good long 10, 12-hour trips outside the wire, mm-hmm. you know, come back, you want to take a good old hot shower, and they tell you, Psh, water truck didn't come today, guys. Yeah. We don't yeah. have any water in the shower. And you're like, you know what? This, this blows. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Yeah. So then, you know, can't get no worse than that. Yeah. Or so, I tell myself. There are a couple of times where we came, we, you know, we were out, and then we came back, and... We were like, you know, dropping our gear and getting ready to go to sleep or whatever. And then the colonel would run in and be like, something else happened. We got to jump out again. And, like, yep, got to throw your gear back on and get back out there and go 
do whatever it is, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I wouldn't so. trade it for anything in the world, but yeah. Exactly. I remind, exactly. Myself, I re- I remind myself pretty regularly that they can't, these wing dodging bullets. I can't take my soul from me. Yep. It was I once heard somebody describe their time, you know, in Iraq as it was the greatest experience of my life that I never want to live through ever again. You know that's what I mean? It. Yep. Yep. And that's exactly it. So See, as cold as it is right now, there's a good chance, you know, my water could freeze. But I mean I got a I got a light on. I have to put a light on in my well, you know. To keep keep it warm in there so it doesn't freeze, mm-hmm. so I can have water. I mean, I can live with that. If mm-hmm. my water freezes, because the light bulb blew at midnight when I was asleep, I wake up, wife well, be shaking me. Hey, we don't have any water. No. Nice. You know what? I've lived through. I've lived through not having water before, so it ain't too bad. Yeah. You just have to go out there and fix it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and yeah, and, and we adapt too. Another thing that I found. Definitely with, you know, being in the, the military, you adapt real quick. To, we all adapt real quick to things, you know what I mean? I'll give you just one very small example. Do you remember Gunny Hunter? When we got issued sappy plates. Now, for people who don't know, sappy plates are these big, heavy, ballistic plates that go in our flak jacket. You get one in your front and one in your back, and they probably each weigh, oh, they're good, weigh good. I don't know, five, ten, at least five, ten pounds, maybe even fifteen pounds each. But they, they make your flak jacket significantly heavier. And I remember we were all sitting around. I don't think you were there, Hart, but I, I was sitting around the gunny hunter, and he was like, "Yep, they're gonna issue these sapping plates to you, and they're really gonna suck at first. But then uh, after a while, you get used to them." And like I got them, and I, for my first, the first day or so, I was like, "How the fuck? How is anybody gonna walk around with this?" And then after the, after two or three days, I was totally used to it, and. I didn't change. I like didn't change them out until it was. I was getting out, and I took them out to turn them in, and I put the flak jacket back on to walk it up to the supply shop, and it felt completely weird. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I was like, I was like, oh wow, there's nothing. You know, it's 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 it weighs like a pound. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, yeah. so we adapt. So that's it. Adapt and overcome is what the Marines say, which is I think important for every aspect of our life. So. You know, it doesn't do you any good to be sad about a problem you have. You just you, you fix it. Yeah. Turn the negative into a positive. Yep. You know, when I was a kid, and actually, I to eat, even before the military, uh, and, and even, even sometimes during the military, too, with certain things in my personal life, I had a bad habit of kind of dwelling on the past. And even, even now, every once in a while... I'll start to do it, but I've gotten better at just saying, "Hey, I got a family now. We gotta don't have to necessarily put on that smiley happy face, but I gotta, you know, I can't start feeling too down about myself. I can't get into too much self loathing because, you know, we got <laughs> there's a lot of life to be lived still. I'm 42. I got a lot of years behind me, but I still have a lot of years ahead of me too. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah. So, so now, what do you do specifically? to stay positive. I mean, like when, I don't know, you spend a lot of time with your family and stuff, but like, like what are the things that you do to stay in a positive mindset? It's a day, live, live life by the day. I mean, I, I've got a, uh, you know, I always look ahead, but I don't look super far ahead because it's hard to do when you got a family like ours because we're always on the go. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you get you throw four kids in the mix, man, they don't they don't never stop. Yep, yeah. And you're and you're always always getting thrown curveballs. They're, they're, they're very seldom do you get a fastball right down the middle through to you. Mm-hmm. So you have to uh, stay on your toes for sure. And then I mean, all you can do is just when something does happen, is just all right. We we got to fix it to where it doesn't happen again. But I mean, you just have to know that. That's another thing about about the, the military too. Like if if you are ever I'm gonna use a, I'm gonna use a World War Two analogy. If you're ever running up the hill in Iwo Jima or running onto a beach or something, and you're getting shot at, and somebody next to you gets shot and killed, like you stop and cry, man. <laughs> that next bullet's gonna come for you. You just gotta keep going. You know what I mean? And um, you know, life's a little bit different than that too. Like regular, you know, regular civilian life. Because not everything is. Is life and death, and we can definitely slow down at times, but yeah, can't like stop and fixate it too much. So, and you know, it's interesting. What I've been doing a lot uh, lately, I've been doing a lot of photography, man. I've been taking a lot of pictures. Funny, I went to school for photography and got out of it for many years, but have recently been taking a lot more pictures, and that has like really, really calmed me down. Having something to kind of think about. And for myself, I only have one. I only have one. Uh, you know, one kid, so I don't have as many moving parts. You know, with the family. You know what I mean? But you know, I have been doing. Yeah. You know, so yeah. yeah, just that. And you know what? So, Harp, I'm going to tell you. I don't to, what, what's up? I don't say I mean, my hobbies. I mean, my hobbies. You know, I like to hunt, so I, I oh. try to do as much hunting as I can with my kids. And then uh, probably my most favorite hobby is playing golf. I do like to play golf. Oh, nice, nice. So I try to play golf at least at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you know what? I've never been hunting, but I've always imagined it is. I've been fishing a couple times, and maybe hunting and fishing they're kind of similar, but a little different. But you know, like it's it's you get out into the woods. And it's very, very quiet and very peaceful. And I, depending on what you're hunting, deer or... We usually hunt, what, deer, squirrels? What do you guys hunt? I mean, I, whatever. Okay. Whatever, I mean, we hunt it all. Mm-hmm. My favorite would be, you know, probably turkey hunting and duck hunting. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, turkey hunting, you know, it's just more active. Mm-hmm. You move around more. To where, you know, deer hunting, you're sitting still. Mm-hmm. Waiting. Waiting game. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I always imagined with deer, you know, you're out there, you're you're by yourself, or maybe you're with somebody else, but you're real quiet, and you really have to force yourself to be in the moment, and to, so it's it's both, you're both focusing, but you're also sitting back, you know, and on one hand, like, you're sitting back, and you're able to kind of... Um, forget about your problems for a little bit, but you're also focusing, you're looking at the woods, you're looking at the tree line or, you know, wherever it is you're, you know, you're waiting. 
And yes, it's it's almost almost meditative, maybe. I don't know. I've never been, so I don't know, but maybe. You know what I mean? Oh, it is definitely peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's just you and nature out there. That's a lot of, that's how, you know, a lot of people find peace in hunting that way. This man has been hunting food for as long as there's been man. Mm-hmm. There ain't always been McDonald's or Burger Kings. Mm-hmm. Or Carl's Jr.'s or White Castles. So Absolutely. Long, long before people had to do that. Absolutely, yeah. The end. and then golf. I, I I never got into golf. My dad plays a whole lot of golf, and he loves it. And it, it's his favorite thing in the entire world. Yeah, I, golf could be real meditative, but I've also um, known people like to freak out and like throw their clubs into a fucking sand trap. You know what I mean? So see, like, yeah. See, see, I'm not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't like playing with guys like that either because I'm not I'm not great. If I was, I'd be playing on TV. Yeah. But I do like to get out there and play it. I don't let it get get to me like that. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know I I've, I've I was never a big golf guy, but if I was, I would definitely be a um. All right, let's you know bring a couple beers and hey, that's get, me. I mean, you know, I'm, like, I'm not walking. I'm yeah, riding on the golf yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Have a cooler beer with. Yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> and like I don't care if I'm playing golf at eight o'clock in the morning or yeah. if I'm playing golf at. Four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. I, if I'm in a golf cart, there's going to be a cooler with beer in it. Yep. That's just you know, just like when I go fishing. Mm-hmm. I'm not fishing in no competitions. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's cool, man. That's cool. There's going to be a cooler. So, you know the um. So actually, a thing that I got into and haven't been doing enough, and I never understood it, is meditation, and. I got into it when my therapist at this. So I go and I see a therapist through the vet center, which is affiliated through the VA. And he was like, Rich, you, know, you should meditate. You should take some time to do it. And like, I never understood meditation before this because I, I could never like sit still long enough. And I was like, I was like, what's the point? Like, you're just sitting still. But I've really lately found value in when I can sit and just be quiet just for like 20, 30 minutes at a time. You know what I mean? That's why I was asking about the hunting, you know what I mean? Like, if you're just out in the middle of the woods, just sitting there and just kind of letting everything just sort of kind of float away, you know what I mean? And I know it gets it gets hectic. It's hectic with one kid. I can much less imagine four, you know what I mean? I was going to say, if we, if, we, if we get 20 or 30 minutes of quiet time around this place, we meditate. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the thing, too. Like, like quiet, quiet time around this place doesn't exist. Yeah, I That's imagine. What I tell that. all my friends, if you, 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 when we go hunting and stuff, you know, get up early in the morning, go hunt, come back. They're like, "Oh, you gonna go home and take a nap?" I said, Shh. <laughs> you know, you know, there's no naps. Yeah, at, at the Harper House. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's non-existence. Yeah, yeah, we got. Yeah, having yeah, I can I can I can only imagine before having my so we we I was just telling Harp. My one of um, my daughter's teachers at daycare tested positive for COVID last week, and we just finished a five day quarantine. We tested, we don't have it, we're all good. But yeah, I was, you know, I, I was playing games with her every day. Wake up, and I play games with her for the first couple hours, and then like after a few hours, I was like, oh man, I'm tired. So I just let her watch movies. Like she's watching movies now, and I feel bad letting her watch for like four hours a day, but I was just, oh man, I'm too tired. I can't, like, I can only play. 
so many. We play like hide and seek. I can only play so much hide and seek. I can only do so many puzzles. You know what I mean? But yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's you know, that's one of the beauties of not you know living in the city. Mm-hmm. Like a big city like that, because you know, I tell mine, hey, take your butts outside, go play. You know, don't run around. You know, it's so you know, funny. Big you city, you can't you can't do that really. I, it's so funny you say that, because just coincidentally, I was out sweeping my balcony today, and I was thinking to myself, even even though I still, I really love living here, I you know I grew up with a backyard, and yeah, one thing my daughter is missing is with a backyard, and I, would, I, I thought the same thing, I was like, you know what, I'd tell her, go outside and play outside a little bit, and run around, and do your thing. I tell mine, go play in the street. Yeah. Yep. You know? Go. Go and do that, and and even even here, like, I, she's still she's still a little too young to go out and like just play by herself. Although she probably nothing would probably happen to her, but at the same time, it's still it's not cool. But yeah, no, it's that that is definitely one of the negatives of city living is you don't have that space to just go and run around and um, do it. You know, we live right next to Griffith Park, which is a big municipal park, and there's a lot of hiking trails, but she still can't do that by herself. You know what I mean? So, no. Yeah, she can't, she can't go Man, up Man, as crazy as this world is, you better not take your eyes off of her out there. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Not even for a I wouldn't. No. No, definitely not. I know. I, I, like when, so, we, yeah. when, we, when, we, when we just, when we go anywhere, that's, it makes me a nervous wreck. Mm-hmm. Get when I get out of my element. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it is it is pretty crazy. And even and even like it, it's funny because in and I don't want to go on too far of a tangent with this because in reality so few kids are like kidnapped and stuff. But yeah, you you can't take your eyes off them because something bad will happen and you know, and then you'll be in trouble. But anyway, shoot, I'd be just I, I'm not so much worried about something bad like that getting them. You know, I'm worried about them. Most of the time, tearing something up or doing something they're not supposed to. Oh, that's true, yeah. Like, hey, come on. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. We got, she got I some. I promise you, if mine gets kidnapped, I guarantee you they'll bring them back in about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll be like, what is it on Dumb and Dumber? When, they, when that dude, they're just making that annoying sound, they keep doing it yeah. over and over. Yeah. That would, that would be my kids in the car, whoever kidnapped them. Yeah. <laughs> they would bring them back. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, sir, you can have your child back. <laughs> my apologies. I made a, I made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, a mistake is yours. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wouldn't change it for nothing. Yep. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I'm I'm with you. I love being a dad. Like it's it's a lot of fun. You get yeah. Love, you miss some miss some private time, but it's it's all worth it. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, kicking it with I her. I tell my wife all the time. I don't know what 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 did we do the six years we were married before we. Had <laughs> well, well, that night I do have to say there are a handful of things I do miss, and like being like my wife and I when we were, we were living in New York before Leah was born. And like we'd go out to dinner and stuff and all that stuff, so I miss that. But um, but yeah. So you know, but with positivity, like one of the things I've found that parenthood has done for me is like, how can I say this best? The you when you have kids, it kind of stops being about you in a lot of ways, and you got to stay 
positive for them, you know? And it, that, that doesn't mean, again, doesn't mean like always being happy or unnaturally chipper about stuff. But at the same time, you know, you can't let yourself fall into a rut or mentally decay too much because you still got the kids, you know what I mean? And like, you got to... You know, when bad stuff happens, it's like, oh, man, like, I think, you know, when, when bad shit happens with my, you know, I, I'm like, oh, I still got Leah, man. I can't fucking, I can't go to shit, you know, like, I got to. You don't want, you don't want, you don't want your kids to see you panicking. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And you got, and they got to, and at the end of the day, they got to be clothed and fed and they got to take a bath and they got to be clean, you know what I mean? And they're, if it was up to Leah, she'd just. Watch Scooby Doo and eat popcorn every day for the rest of her life. We can't have that. You know what I mean? So. That's about what mine do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I tell you, Slim Jims and cheeses. They, they've <laughs> pretty much been a natural diet of mine. <laughs> Yo, Leah devours cheeses. I went grocery shopping today, and yeah. cheeses weren't on the list. But I was like, mm, I don't know how much we got left. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's going to get eaten anyway. So I threw a box of Cheez-Its in. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you got to. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my wife, she, I, you know, told you she had to go to the gym. She gets home. She has to. With, my oldest daughter had a little friend spend the night over because they were out of school today for mm-hmm. the MLK day. Uh-huh. And uh, she stopped by. Walmart on the way home. She said, I'm going to stop and get some lunch stuff for the kids. Do we need anything? I said, yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've been, they've been home since they had a three-day weekend. They they killed that pantry. They yeah. murdered it. Yeah. yeah. There ain't nothing in it. You know what? Yeah, I, I come to think of it, today, this was a big shopping day. I didn't think about it like that. But, yeah, we were... Um, yeah, yeah. I, I spent about hmm, 30, 40 bucks more than I normally do. And I got a lot of shit because yeah, we were we were stripped bare, so. Oh, especially y'all. You've been quarantined for five days. Oh yeah, yep, 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 yep. We got we got delivery. We got food delivered last night. Um, but yeah, otherwise yeah, we've been home and just yeah, eating, li- living off the land, aka the pantry. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> the city layer. Yep, yep, yep. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> so. But um, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, positivity. And now, when you're getting into the realm of of politics, which we talk about most of the time, this podcast, like <clears throat> you got, I think it's hard to stay. It, first of all, it's impossible to stay positive all the time. But um, you, I, I don't think that anybody can ever really give up on the the country or give up on you know whatever you know positive cause or whatever it is that animates them you know because there there's it's inevitable they're going to be they're going to be high times and and low times and sometimes you know i always said too like in life um some there's some days very few but some days where you're running and man you may be able to run like 10 miles the other days where you're crawling and you may only be able to crawl an inch and on those days where you're only able to crawl an inch it, it doesn't look like you you did much but, you know, you did make a little bit of progress. And that's kind of what I tell myself, you know what I mean? Like, when, when kind of things aren't going my way, and, like, maybe I had a couple of days where not much is happening for me, not much going on in the world. Maybe I've done a, you know, I'm, I'm doing a couple of things. I'm waiting for a couple of answers. So I sent out a couple of things, waiting for some answers from people. It doesn't feel like I did much. I was like, oh, you know what, man? Do, do one thing and move yourself ahead an inch. And if you push yourself ahead one inch, you're one inch further 
from where you were yesterday. And it's not much, but it's still an inch. You know what I mean? So um, I think we get, you know, at, at least me, but I think a lot of people suffer from this too. When they just stop pushing themselves forward and stop trying to, to, to move forward and make, you know, make their, their situation or the country situation or, or the world situation just a little bit better, that's when, you know, people fall into despair. You know what I mean? So, so those, are, those are my two cents about positivity. You know what I'm saying? Well, when I think of politics, I don't think of anything positive, really, like, that comes out of it. It seems like everything our government touches goes to shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you, when you, you know, politics and positivity, and just, it's hard to see it. Well, at least at the at the federal level, at your local level, mm-hmm. you you can see you can see it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you so know. even I mean, well, you look with the, the governor, which I know is an election year. It's probably one of the main reasons he's doing it. But Kim has uh, has given every uh, Georgia citizen two hundred and fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Every you know everyone who files their taxes from the, for the state of Georgia. Because the state of Georgia made so much money this mm. past year, he's given every Georgia two hundred and fifty bucks. Mm. That's nice. So yeah, I believe right. something similar is happening in California, but it's six hundred dollars. I don't know. I heard about that a couple months ago, but because we had such a big surplus, they're giving some of it back. So yeah, that's what Georgia. That's what yep. Georgia's doing. Yep. But um, that's being election year in California too. Yeah. I, I, I oh I have to check I have to I should know this, um, I gotta find out if it is an election year, this year, but um, but yeah but um but yeah, and, yeah it, it I agree that it is it is hard to see things at the federal level, um or see positive things at the federal level um you know in the last in the last ten fifteen years or so, but uh, but you know I mean like overall I mean like you know. Bridges are being built, roads are being built. Um, you know, there, there's like certain there certain certain areas of the country environmentally are being cleaned up. You know, um, kind of thing. There are things happening if you if you look for it. But uh, but I just I just think like the I I think that if 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 we just give up, if we just give up, if we, whenever we just throw the towel and we say we're done, that's when. Everything snowballs over us, and that's when. And when we give up, when when we give up is when people in power, be they politicians, um, CEOs, um, you know, uh, uh, whoever, whoever in the private sector, the government sector, whatever. Um, the moment you say like I'm done, and you give up, that's when um, they really, really win because they get to steamroll you and, and and take over. So, but that's the thing. I don't see Americans giving up. No, 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 definitely not. So, and that's the, you know, that's the beauty. Of, I mean, this country wasn't built on people who gave up. I mean, how do you think we got here? Mm-hmm. It wasn't because we gave up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. If I, not, we'd all still have a British accent. Yep, yeah. No, I agree because I think um, there are definitely times where people feel down about things and um, feel like what they're doing or... The country's not really working, but there's always somebody out there working towards something better. And when and when 
Um, one person kind of gets tired, another person picks up the torch. And when that person gets tired, the person who was tired maybe has a little, had a little breather and picks it up, and that's how we move forward. You know what I mean? If my ancestors would have given up, we would have a British accent. Mm-hmm. If I give up, I'm going to have to teach my kids how to play Chinese checkers. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Yeah, we just that's keep... the way the, the pendulum swing in, it seems like. Mm-hmm. There you go. We just got to keep moving forward. All right, yeah. man. Well, here we are. Harp, we got any final final words? I'll just keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can, it's okay to be down, but keep going. Yeah, and my final words, um, though, it's, so we're recording this on Martin Luther King Day, and I'm sitting at home, and I have a magazine with uh, Martin Luther King on the cover, and I know Harpo and I aren't black, and, um, you know, we don't know about some of the struggles, but, but he was a man who did not give up until the very end of his life, uh, that was cut tragically short, and, um, hold on a second, Harpo. What's up, love you? I'm recording. My daughter just came in and blew me a kiss, so that's real sweet. But Martin Luther King's, you know, he didn't give up. His life was cut tragically short, and I am convinced that had he lived longer, he would have just kept going and kept going and kept going. And he had some some pretty low lows and and some lows that you know you and I will never begin to understand. But he always stayed positive, and he always. Had faith and he always kept moving forward. So um, yeah, so we just uh, I'll got to find our inner little light, our inner little Martin Luther King light, and our inner little personal light that keeps us moving forward. So that's it. That's it. Yeah, he plays. I mean, he's a, he's a big part of the of Georgia mm-hmm. and the South. You know, he's he's a big part of the Southern history. Really Absolutely. Is. Absolutely. And and he's history that doesn't need to be. Erased mm-hmm. to me by what's going on today. Mm-hmm. Agree. Agree. All right. All right, Harp. Anything before we wrap it up? That's it, man. All right, everybody. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. We love talking to you every week, and we will see you next week.